tangent. A sudden digression to another line of thought or action. Carpegm. A safe haven for all things geek. Carpegm presents tangents. Enjoy. Hello, Internet. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> so we're, we're sticking with that then? Hello, Internet. That's how it goes. It's, it's worked so far. <laughs> Hello, Internet, my old friend. <laughs> friend. Um, all right, so welcome back to yet another episode of Tangents. Uh, joining me today is one of my co-hosts from the Carpe Jam Gamecast, Brian. What up? And Kyle McCauley from the Backwards Compatible Podcast. Good day, all. Welcome, gentlemen. Welcome to my internet window. <laughs> I'm going to throw rocks at it. What? I'm going to throw rocks at your internet window. I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> Too uh, late. <laughs> damn it. So, um, get started on it pretty quick here. Um... Those of you who have been listening to the shows on my feed have heard a distinctly different musical atmosphere coming from my shows. Uh, I I mentioned it on the GameCast about how I bought some royalty-free music and started changing stuff up, you know. And um, I had also mentioned on the GameCast that there was a funny story about one of the songs that I'm using. So the theme for... The new theme for Tangents is up. Kyle, what do you think? Uh, It's... Magnificent. All right. Good. <laughs> Thanks. Um, and the new theme for the GameCast is up. Uh, for the interstitial breaks and tangents, I've got some some royalty free music, royalty free music that I've purchased. But and they're just kind of rocking guitar riffs that other people have heard, I'm sure. But the interstitial music for the GameCast has an interesting story behind it. About the middle of last year, I was messing with doing a project and uh, I'm not sure if we're going to do it or not Um, copyright laws and whatnot I've been digging around trying to figure out what I can and can't do but in any case I found this music called Witches Remastered by a guy named Chase Plot so I contacted him asked him if I could use his music uh, and he said sure no problem Uh, here's the Dropbox link and whatnot gave me the song that I wanted and it was perfect. It was absolutely perfect for what I was trying to do. So then I start looking for some other tracks to do some other things with, and I try to contact Chase Plot, and he's gone. Just fell off the internet. <laughs> and, I guess Brian put his phone down. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't want to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lazy bastard. That was I mean, sure, okay. Oh, look, everyone's happy now. <laughs> Here, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put up Ted Nugent Double Live. <laughs> you stare at him the whole time. That's great. I have that vinyl. Do you have Kiss Alive 2? <laughs> no. <laughs> I do have Meatloaf's Bad Out of Hell. Well, I'm one up on you, I think. Wow. <laughs> oh God! I'm so, 
I'm sorry, Dan. This completely got derailed. <sighs> that was that was that may have been the fastest, most sudden derailment I've ever experienced. Sorry, that was impressive. <laughs> so as I was saying, Chase Plot just yes. fell out of the internet, just um, uh, disappeared. I mean, literally disappeared. Uh, there's no Facebook. There's no SoundCloud. There's no Twitter. There's nothing. The only links to Chase Plot on the internet now are old links. Uh, that route back to his sound, <clears throat> his uh, SoundCloud page has nothing on it and doesn't exist anymore. So they're just dead links. There's literally nothing. I have never ever seen someone just just close the door, just get up and leave the internet. Just gone. Particularly someone who you know had created some content, some music, and and stuff like that. So, well, especially in this day and age where like everything that you do that is on the internet is kind of Saved on the yeah, so to just be completely removed is uh, it was a pretty impressive feat, actually. Yeah, actually, that's pretty rare. So, uh, Chase Plot is the second person in my life to just disappear, <laughs> just gone. Okay, okay. Uh, real quick, I want to interject here. Sure. Uh, first off, I have a theory as to where Chase Plot went. All right, and that is Dan Worrell. Uh, failed podcaster of the Carpe Diem Gamecast <laughs> contacted him asking to use his music, and he was like, yeah, sure, well, I've got nothing else to live for now. <laughs> and just erased himself. I will tell you that theory is correct, and I uh, hope him finish the job. <laughs> nice. Also, uh, uh, I guess my follow-up uh, is actually just a question. Who was the first person to completely just up and leave you? <laughs> didn't didn't just leave me. Disappeared from Earth. Just okay, gone. I'm sorry. Like alien abduction gone. Alright, so like when I was younger and stupid, kids don't try this at home. <laughs> and and in need of illicit substances, I had a buddy who would um hook me up. And then <laughs> one you day, what, Dan? Uh, Free soda? Like Kool-Aid. Candy. Yeah. Drugs. So then one day, uh, he's like, hey, just come with me over to my buddy's house. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I go over there. We go in, and it it looks exactly like what you think a drug engine <laughs> should look like. What uh, your basement looks like? Uh, yeah, pretty much, yes. <laughs> so we go in there, and he, he introduces us, and we sit down on this couch, and he's like, so what are you looking for? So I tell him what I'm looking for, and he opens up this coffee table. Like, the top of the coffee table opens up like a humongous treasure chest. And he pulls out all of these trays full of just stuff. <laughs> um, stuff I'm not going to mention. But in any case, it's a it's a smorgasbord of... of, of Fine wine. wine. <laughs> of, of good cheese. Yes. And uh, I also have a cheese dealer. <laughs> I get that good cheese dog. <laughs> so, uh, so he says, you know what? What kind of cheese are you looking for? So I, I chose the Roquefort, and uh, I should have went with Gouda. That's, that's the <laughs> Gouda cheese. Um, that's some Gouda stuff right there. So uh, I said, hey man, you know if it if it's cool, can I just contact you directly? And he's like, you know what? Sure. And he gave me a phone number, which, um, literally. Could have been five 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 dope. It was okay. I'm not going to put it out there like that, but it it literally like there's there's only a couple of numbers removed from five 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 dope, and this is the number he gave me. 
His name, his number was four twenty, four twenty, four two. And I said, hey, you know, obviously, I'm like, dude, seriously, you know, I thought he was just fucking with me, and I'm like, dude, you know, you you don't want to do business with me. That's cool and everything, but like, it just just put it up front, you know, put it on front street. I I don't want to play any games. And he was like, no, seriously, it's my number. It's 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 five 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 dope. And I'm like, all right, dude, I'm going to call you when I get home. And he's like, that's fine, man. Go ahead and call me. And I was like, okay. So I get home and uh, give him a call. And sure enough. Hold on. This, is, this is obviously in a time before cell phones. I'm yeah, assuming. absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, there were cell phones, but they were the size of tennis shoes. <laughs> okay. So I uh, I get home and I call him. And he's like, hey, you know, and I confirm that his number is, in fact, 555-DOPE. Did his mom answer? <laughs> no. I was be like, Terry, it's for you. Fine. <laughs> Thank you for calling Ryan's House of Cheese. What kind of cheese can I get you? I'll have the goo. <laughs> so, um, we, we I call the guy, and we have a fantastic working relationship for a long time. Uh, probably a couple of years, even. Maybe even a year and a half, couple of years. And then one day I called him, and he didn't answer. And uh, I called him again, he didn't answer. A little bit. A little bit later, called him one last time, didn't answer. So then I just decided, you know, I'm just going to swing by. I drove up by his house, which was quite a ways from my house. And as I was driving by, I realized there were no curtains on the windows. There was no, there was no blinds on the door. There, I mean, this place was a ghost town. It was just up and gone. That's not that surprising. Never heard from the guy again. Nobody knew. Nobody that I knew knew where he went. So he just. Uh, up and disappeared. And I literally have never heard from the guy again. So w- what happened to him is pretty, pretty simple, pretty simple. Conjecture. Cheese cartels. <laughs> yeah. <I> got him. <laughs> the, 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 uh, the, the Wisconsin, <laughs> the Wisconsin, <laughs> Wisconsin <boys>. mafia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> curds, eh? Where's my curds? I'm looking for my curds. <laughs> So what happened to him is pretty pretty simple to 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 theorize, but Chase Plot, however, how do you erase yourself from the internet? I'm pretty sure that if I tried to do, there's no way I can do that. No way. I I would agree 100. percent I'm pretty sure. Like, and the, I don't know. This is a, a, like a little weird to say it, but I feel like once I die, my shitty podcast is still going to be on the internet. It it, may, it will be somewhere. Yeah, and nobody will probably listen to it, but. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> I had an experience of trying to find somebody on the internet yesterday, and we couldn't find two people. Really? <laughs> yeah. We couldn't find Montre Shaw and Billy something. So is I know Billy something. No wonder. I mean, I if you have any information on Billy something, please contact Brian King. Googling <laughs> Billy something right now. Let's no, Montre Shaw, though. Montre. <laughs> we were looking for him. And uh, we got their names, and we Facebooked, we Google searched, we knew where they lived, and they don't exist on the internet. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. But they exist in real life because we we saw Montre. So, <laughs> the you know, I, I know several people that just call themselves by something else on the internet. Oh, this dude's name was Montre. Oh, Mimi Montre calls himself like you know, cheese smoking ninety eight thirty two four twenty. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Right. That's, that's hey, maybe Chase Plot is, you know, Plot Cheese Smoker 42068. <laughs> so, so if any of the listeners 
know where I can find Chase Plot. Because he here's the thing. The reason I was trying to get a hold of him again is because he has some good stuff. He's got a good, got a good, pretty good catalog, probably 15, 20 original songs that were really pretty cool. And, uh, you know, some some like Viking Nordic sounding stuff and uh, some some dubstep stuff and some underwater sounding stuff, some space adventure sounding stuff. I mean, it was really thematic and really pretty neat. And what does it. underwater stuff sound like? <laughs> exactly what it, exactly what you think. It's just real. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like um, very muffled, deep undertones with with uh, keening just... higher end keyboards. I just imagine like the the bass dropping, but you have your head in the toilet. <laughs> and that's what it sounds like. That's funny. Thank you. I'll be uh, here all night. No, you won't. <laughs> you asshole. Try the fish. <laughs> all right. So um, that being said, I thought we could talk a little bit about um, because we were. I was going to use that stuff as a soundtrack for a thing that for a project that I wanted to do. Thought we could spend a little bit of time after discussing the disappearance of Chase Plot and my uh, Midwestern cheese dealer. <laughs> Have you guys ever had anybody disappear other than Billy something? Which who I googled and I got nothing. Sorry, bro. No, not right. But uh, oh, I've never really had anybody. I've had people I just forgot about and don't care about. <laughs> I've made people disappear. Oh, look at you! No, I uh, off the top of my no, head, no, 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 I no. you're not really about to be like. No, seriously, I've made people disappear. No, seriously, I've I've I know a guy. <laughs> yeah, well. Maybe I need to call you up for my services sometime. <laughs> Got a guy named Steve. Is, is Steve in the room? Now Steve, uh, Steve's on this podcast called the Carpe GM Gamecast. <laughs> I'm sick of him. We got to get him out. <laughs> wow. Shots I'm fired. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, in all seriousness, though, I can't. I can't think of anybody who is. Uh, you know, disappeared from my life outside of just me forgetting that I mean, there are people. Even in like movies, I, I think of like Jean Reno and the pre- professional. Like, you know, he, he kind of lived off the grid and whatnot. And like the guys from from Heat, you know, <laughs> the drop of a hat. You got to be ready yeah. to drop I, everything and leave. I take it back. I did have somebody disappear out of my life out of the blue. There's a guy I used to hang out with a lot. And we call him Monkey. And Monkey, Monkey and I, Monkey and I were pretty tight. We'd hang out, you know. He's a guy I knew pretty well, you know. It wasn't like best friend or like that, but we play a lot of games together in high school and stuff. And then like, you know, hang out a little bit after high school, and then he just disappeared. Didn't have no idea where he went, no way to contact him, just gone. And maybe a year ago, I went into heroic, and he was just like, "Oh yeah, I'm back, and I play hero clicks now." <laughs> I'm like, "Where were you for four years?" He's like, "Around." I'm like, "Oh okay." Well, good to see you again, monkey. <laughs> so, hello, monkey, my old friend. <laughs> Maybe that's the fairy tale ending here: is that one day Chris Plot will reappear, Chase, or not Chris? I'm Chase sorry, Chase Plot. Plot. I keep wanting to say Chris, like the so entire. He's going to show up playing Hero Clicks with Brian. Yeah, you're going to walk. He's your... gonna Chase. Where have he's... you been? <laughs> he's your Sasquatch, dude. <laughs> <laughs> What if Chase Plot never actually existed? 
Maybe Chase Pod is Dan, and he's trying really hard to get a podcast together. You're the second <laughs> person to actually say that. I was talking to the, about talking to somebody else. I think David, David oh, Frazier. Yeah. He was on. He, for those of you listeners, he was uh, the other guy on our first episode of Tangents. Um, and he said, "There is no chase plot. You wrote that music. It's yours. You invented. <laughs> you invented the ID. It's just a Fight Club thing." I was gonna say, he's your Tyler Durden. <laughs> Dan was the one who ate all of the cheese. Just... <laughs> there was no cheese dealer either. And yeah, no. You just took a bunch of really bad cheese. <laughs> went to somebody's house. <laughs> told them their number was 555-DOPE. Now look, you to get out before... asks, your number's 555-DOPE. You hear me? They told you to get out before they call the cops. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna call you. And after going back like <laughs> after going back like five or six, ten, twelve times over the course of a couple of years, they just moved out. They're like, yeah, they just don't, they're like, okay. We can't get rid of this guy. We gotta go. <laughs> We're just gonna move out. That's really funny. <laughs> hadn't hadn't really thought about that. So does it, are are you guys real then? Yeah, Dan. Huh? I'm totally real. I'm not a figment of your imagination. I am Nerdbot. I am Nerdbot 1000. I like games. Brian's a robot that you made in your spare time. (laughs) My spare time. (laughs) Good lord. Well, I guess if you are schizophrenic and don't ever need to sleep with any of your personalities, you probably do have a bunch of spare time. (laughs) Thank God you don't sleep with any of us. (laughs) <laughs> All right, on that note, let's take a quick break and come back and talk about some music. Welcome back, Internet. <laughs> First of all, I know they never went anywhere. We certainly didn't go anywhere. Why did we take a break? <laughs> hey, man. Maybe we needed to take a break. <laughs> hey, man, maybe you should lay off all that cheese. <laughs> it's man. A, it's been a big cheese night. <laughs> I took uh, a cheese break. So the reason I was looking for Chase Pot was because I wanted to use uh, some more music for of his for soundtrack stuff and whatnot, which had me thinking about soundtracks. Um, soundtracks and, and the way, the, the role that music plays in my personally, personally my life, um, and I can look back through the years and see the stages, um, of music that I, that I enjoyed and kind of match them with the state of mind I was in, you know, I can look back and, and were you just abducted? Oh, uh, no, I had to call. <laughs> Are you? I, I tried to get as far away from the mic as I could. Sorry. <laughs> I just clicked back on your window and you were just reappearing. <laughs> Um, and I know that, like, for instance, <laughs> all right, stop that. Stop, stop prayer dogging in my window. <laughs> um, so for, it's really easy for. I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> so, for me, I can remember the first instance of a soundtrack catching my attention was the uh, pause music for the Battletoads theme song for the Battletoads video game. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was just like... That's uh, the one. 
that was the whole thing, and it was the most amazing thing I'd ever heard. Um, and a couple other instances of soundtracks catching my attention. Uh, the Crow soundtrack changed my life. <laughs> that was that's that took me yes. to a crazy, crazy place. What's that, Brian? I hear now. Um, for the crow. Yeah, the crow. <laughs> that was some crazy stuff. That took me into a dark place, and it was pretty amazing. Um, I remember accidentally putting the original Grand Theft Auto PlayStation disc into my CD player and realizing that they actually had tracks loaded on there in WAV format that I could listen to. Same thing works for um, Sonic CD. Oh, yeah? Yep. I'm pretty sure, yeah. So, so after discovering the Ballad of Chaplips Calhoun at my ready disposal <laughs> whenever I wanted to hear it, People said their women were scary because they were so big and hairy. That was a, that was a great track from there. Um, I started putting every PlayStation game I had in into the CD player to see what I got. And Killer Instinct. Killer I Instinct was a game. big one, yeah. Did it have all the sound effects, too? Um, yeah, yeah. Oh. I got the end, like, track number 87. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> it's just... Uh, uh, uh. That game was pretty serious back in the day, man. I remember being at our little local arcade because that's where you got games. That's where you played games. And that was the loudest game in the arcade. I mean, that thing had like a full stereo system on it. So when somebody was getting their ass beat, like you knew it, no matter what game you were playing. It didn't matter where you were. In your See, like, in your in your silly little basketball game, you knew that somebody just got their ass handed to them in Killer Instinct on the other side of the room. Even if you're fucking pussy playing skee ball, yeah, you knew it. Like, put your hands off those fucking gay balls! Look at you getting your ass whooped. Ultra, ultra. I have to say, like a lot of games that like really, I can remember the soundtrack to very well. Is of course like. All the games I played as a kid, like Ocarina of Time, yeah, uh, Pokemon, uh, Donkey Kong Country, uh, Super Mario World. Donkey Kong Country was a good one. Oh yeah, such a good music in that one. I love it. Um, I always usually hated the underwater level and the music in it. The music <laughs> in the underwater level in Donkey Kong Country made the like the level just a little bit bear- more bearable. Um, but I have to say, my favorite. Video game soundtrack is definitely uh, Turtles in Time. Yeah, uh, too. I have frequently had a lot of um, what does what uh, Matt Perotti call them? Daddy sodas. Daddy sodas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've had a bunch of those, and uh, where I've the only thing that will sate my drunken stupor is I need to hear the Turtles in Town soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> like I just will be destructive until I hear it. Uh, oh, I can I can hum the whole thing. I will sometimes hear like a weird like like tick or ding or something like that, and I'll just be like, "Oh, that reminds me of you know the Turtles and Tails soundtrack." And I'm like, it's great. Like just random noises will you know you'll just think of it, or if you hear that like one time, like a little bit clip, somebody's like ringtone is like a Zelda thing. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, I just remember the whole soundtrack, and it's so good. Just brings back a flood of memories. Oh yeah, nostalgia. 
as far as Ocarina of Time, um, I didn't I didn't play it when it came out in '98 because I didn't have a 64 at the time. I uh, played it when they re-released it on the GameCube, and this was around the time that uh, System of a Down's Steelless album came out. I love that album. Great yes, album. And, uh, it was also kind of you know in the same time frame that I was listening to uh, Toxicity and. Anytime that I either play The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time or anytime that I hear Steal This Album or Toxicity, I immediately think of one or the other. Like they awesome. are, Especially yeah. the cover of the Zelda song. They they do not do the cover of that Zelda song. I am so sorry. Really? I kid you not, sir. Look it up. Um, uh, I've... Uh, I think I was on Reddit a while ago, and I was like deep in the music subreddit, and uh, I found that somebody had posted, you know, System of Down uh, Zelda song, and I looked into it, and immediately people were like, "Oh, that's that's not System of Down," and uh, I can't remember. Sure. But I am absolutely positive. Oh, I've always see somebody told me that like for sure, like, and I listened to it, and it sounds just like it. It sounds exactly like him. It's it's nuts, but it, it is not. Switch on this. You're wrong. I have a oh. similar similar situation. Um, I was playing uh, a game called Stunt Race FX, uh, Super Nintendo, I believe. Yes. And um, every time we'd play that game, we would put in uh, Stone Temple Pilots Purple. <laughs> and so every time I hear any song off of Stone Temple Pilots Purple, I think of that ridiculous game. It was all polygonal cars. It was like a... Uh, a Mario Kart knockoff, but it was so much fun. Right, right. It was so glitchy. It, like, you could get stuck in mountains, and it was ridiculous, but we spent a I've lot of time got, on it. I've got a weird thing that, like, reminds me of something weird when I hear the music. Like that, um, when I was a little kid, we'd go on, like, long vacations. Right. My parents would just, like, pick one CD, and we'd listen to that same goddamn CD all the way there and back. Dear I God. Guess. Getting this book called like the Visual Guide to the Marvel Universe, and it has like every little like quip quote about every little Marvel guy or like you know like that's like rubber guy and squirrel girl, like everything. <laughs> the heroes you know? I don't care about. Exactly, but I read the whole damn thing cover to cover, right? <laughs> the whole time driving, the best of Jimmy Buffett on repeat. Oh Christ. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett's like, oh, Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, wish, I wish I had something to tie to Jimmy Buffett because I got nothing, man. I, I, I wish I could enjoy that music. Like, I, I'm just not in the right place. I have to be on, like, the Florida Keys or something to be able to understand that feeling. Like, it just doesn't feel right to listen to that in middle America. Every time I see Hulk, I just think Cheeseburger in Paradise. That's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> I have a, a a quick short anecdote to add to that. Um, I was driving to Chicago uh, a couple years back with my mom and my uh, sister-in-law, and Chicago was like I don't know a six hour five six hour drive, and we would all choose a CD and get to listen to our CD in, in its entirety. And my mother is a major Alanis Morissette fan. Yeah, hey, that's cool. Alanis Morissette, huh? I'm saying nothing bad about Alanis Morissette, but when your mother has, when your mother knows every single word to that goddamn album and sings it to you the entire way. No, 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 no! Please, please, God, don't! <laughs> your mother said she would go down on you in a theater. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> she. 
She may have censored it. But I was like 17 at the time, so like she knew I knew what she was talking about. <laughs> oh my god. So mother stop. I wish that on on no one. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I have a blank stare now. I, I'm just—it's like nom flashback. <laughs> Your soul is done. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So all those anecdotes aside, uh, let's let's do a quick little thing around the table. Let's go. Um, 80s, 90s, 2000s. One guilty pleasure soundtrack based. In each of the. In each um, of the decades. Okay, we can do it. I can do this. Like, let's go. Let's go all 80s first, then all 90s first, and then all aughts first. That's good. When you say soundtrack... Yeah, just anything. Okay, just like music that, that is is that era? Is Yeah, is the soundtrack to your life in some way there. Gotcha. Uh, could be a soundtrack to a movie, a video game, could be a song that was played in a movie, could just be something that is tied to a memory for you, in which case you need to elaborate. Gotcha. Who wants to start? Well, see, 80s is kind of rough for me because I was born in 88, so not a lot of the music um, is really prevalent to me. But there's there's music from that generation that I like now. Does that count? Sure. Okay. I'm just going to go with like a weird, obvious one, like Danny Elfman's soundtracks to movies in the 80s, okay. like the, uh, you know, 88 Batman. Uh which I hate that damn movie, but the soundtrack is great. That movie is uh, fun, man. Shut your face. <laughs> that movie garbage. is the greatest. I hate. I don't want to dance with the pale moonlight. I don't care. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. I think you about it. And it's great. So that's my 80s. Okay. okay. Kyle? Uh, for 80s? I'm uh I'm kind of in the same boat as Brian. I was born in '88, so a lot of that music I you know wasn't there for the '80s. But um, I would say any uh, Devo album screams <laughs> the 1980s uh, to me. And 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 here's uh, one big reason why. And it's kind of it's this kind of a really dumb story. But uh, when Grand Theft Auto Vice City was coming out, um, the commercial that would play um you know like that was a big thing about vice city was its soundtrack it had like all these 80s hits and whatnot yeah it was amazing and what like flock of seagulls it was yes. on like a... yes and that was that was the uh, the song that was in the um the commercial that played every time and i know that song and i know it's that song but every time i hear devo's beautiful world i immediately just think of grand theft auto vice city and i immediately just think of the 1980s as a whole so as far as i know 1980s is new wave music <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I was born in '79, so I get a better frame of reference for you. I'm going to go. What just screams '80s to me is Prince Purple Rain, the soundtrack yeah! to the movie. That just screams. Prince. I'm sorry, Brian. I missed what you said. I'm completely unfamiliar with Prince. Uh, you're missing out, man. Prince is a talent. Prince is. Very much a talent. Yeah. In any case, Princess Purple Rain, it's just an iconic album that just screams and drips 80s all over the place. W wherever you're at, you want some 80s on the floor, pull out your Prince Purple Rain album. It's still dripping. Brian, have you ever seen uh, the movie Purple Rain? 
Yeah. Don't buy. Oh it. my god. <laughs> it's it's not good, but uh, I'm sure you've seen quite a few uh, Jay and Silent Bob films. Uh, where they start singing the the uh, the more stay in the time uh, yeah. song. <laughs> There's a performance in Purple Rain from More Stay in the Time of that song. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Oh, and it's at the beginning of the movie, so check it out. I'll just watch it. I'll, I'll figure it out. There you go. All right, let's go 90s, Brian. Dude, okay, see, this is where it's hard for me. Right. Because I love all 90s music. I love Oasis. I even love Sync and the Backstreet Boys. I'll listen to all that crap. You know what, here's the deal. You have no soul. I'm I'm in the same boat with you, man. Every shitty song that was played in the 90s, I am absolutely in love with it. I was literally today just I, – there's a Wikipedia article about 90s one-hit wonders, and it goes through it decade, the year by year. Mm-hmm. I love every one of those goddamn songs. It doesn't matter. Every single one of them, I was like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Tell me I mean, more. If I have to make a decision, I have to split it between two. All right. Fair okay. enough. Is that cool? Yeah. And that's just because of what it meant to me growing up as a kid. One of them is definitely the Space Jam soundtrack. <laughs> I owned it as a kid on cassette, and I burned that motherfucker out. Okay? <laughs> I loved it. I loved it so much, and I still love it. I listen to it all the time. It's a great soundtrack. Mm, okay? I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but if you don't get your last player, your team is forfeit. <laughs> exactly. But um, that and um, I was going to have to go with um, Weird Al. Weird Al. That's, yeah. That screams 90s. Kyle, did you just hit your face on the microphone? That was that was my uh, my headset. <laughs> Sorry, my headphones. When I, was, when I was a kid, I got Running With Scissors, the Weird Al album, and I like, I could... I can sing all the songs even today. Like I love it. It's great. It's funny. It's stupid. Yeah, I heard one of those too. It's just good, and it just really '90s to me. Like, and I just really like it. All right, Kyle, how about you? Um, I'm in obviously the the same boat as as the rest of you. Uh, but if we're going by music as the soundtrack of uh of my life. Um, you know, the nineties I, I didn't I didn't know dick about music. Dick about good music anyway. And probably one of my favorite bands during Some this. Some would uh, argue neither would ninety neither did nineties musicians. <laughs> um if I had to go with like the one band that was my favorite during this time period, it would have to be uh, Limp Biscuit. So any Limp Biscuit album from this time period. He scoffed at Weird Al. <laughs> Uh, Fair enough. I'll give you that. I uh, I went to a family values tour and and I've seen Corn four times, and uh, they've gotten progressively worse in every concert that I've seen them. Uh, so for all you Corn fans out there, I'm sorry, you're wrong. <laughs> you're very wrong. <laughs> but Corn, uh, what's that? I like Corn. Yeah, I did. I do too. Just not in concert. Oh, in concert. Um. But I saw Limp Biscuit in concert, and I was blown away. They played some Metallica. They actually that band was actually really talented, and I was wondering why they sucked so bad to me on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> but they were actually very talented. All right, for me, '90s. Oh my goodness, what? Uh... All right, so I already mentioned that The Crow changed my life, 
but I'm not going to go there. That's kind of a cop out. I already put it out there once. Let's go <laughs> with, um, mm, let's go with uh, Final Fantasy VII soundtrack. <laughs> there was 150 plus hours of me listening to that final that soundtrack. Fair enough. Um, that was some of the funnest times I've ever had playing video games with my friends. Fair enough. All right, Brian, one more round. What do you got? Two uh, thousands. Mine is definitely a guilty pleasure, but it sums up everything from 2000 on in my life. <laughs> even even the way I, the music feels, the way I feel like I acted. Uh, Dragon Force. Okay. <laughs> uh, That's great. I have four copies of, of uh, Human Rampage because I broke three of them that's from listening to them. But yeah, that's it's definitely Dragon Force. <laughs> that, uh, if anybody, if you have not been paying attention to Brian uh, over the course of the last 40 or so episodes of the GameCast and the last couple of tangents and whatnot, start paying attention now. And <laughs> his Dragon Force obsession will make sense. It puts everything into perspective. <laughs> All right, Kyle, how about you? Uh, um, to go off of the last decade in which I knew nothing about music, um, in the 2000s is when I really started to shape my musical taste, and the band that really made me realize what shit I had been listening to previously was Tool. And I would oh, have to yeah. say, yeah. Okay, other answer... If I could have been like, I did a bunch of drugs in the 2000s <laughs> soundtrack. Yeah. But, yeah, you know. <laughs> okay, but, uh, so you, you just cut me off at the knees. Oh, <laughs> did I take yours? You did. Um, but not because of, not because of, um, I mean, I discovered Tool uh, along, along with needing um, copious amounts of cheese when I was younger. A little bit before that. <laughs> Uh, a couple of friends of mine and I had a bicycle repair shop, essentially a little shade tree bicycle repair shop where we would repair kids' bicycles in the neighborhood and whatnot and get paid for it. Um, an unscrupulous brother of one of my friends would then steal their bikes <laughs> and sell them and so on and so forth. But in any case, I digress. Um, I had a guy, I had a kid come, come to the house needing his bike fixed, didn't have any money. He gave me, um, as payment for his bicycle repair, I got Tool Undertow and uh, the Toadies Possum Kingdom. <laughs> and so um, I discovered Tool way back in the 90s um, and have been a lifelong fan ever since. However, coming up into my 2000s um, is... Um, Tool as I have come to know them now, as um, my musical teeth have been cut, and uh, I've kind of ground down a lot of the anger and angst, and can really just kind of appreciate the melodies that I'm hearing there. So I agree. Tool, thank you. <laughs> you Tool, that's that's honestly the right answer for everything. That is the right answer. All right, um, we're coming up on a time wall here. We're going to have to cut it out. Uh, guys, did you have anything else you wanted to say? No, thanks for having me on, Dan. Absolutely. Uh, we'll have you on again soon. Mr. McCauley, how about you? Support tool. <laughs> Free a- tool. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, thank you again for having me on. Absolutely. All right, well then, 
That's a tangent.